like magical power over them. I feel like that when I look at the moon. When I look at the moon, especially the full moon, I just feel like some magical spell is being cast over me and it's just beautiful. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we'll be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Welcome back, ladies. Again, you've got my sick voice. So if you don't like sick voices, you'll have to just like either bear with me or don't listen to the podcast episode basically because I'm feeling fucking amazing even though my voice sounds shit. I feel fucking good today. Um, So I want to record like 100 episodes, not 100, but like quite a few because I'm just like feeling all the high vibes and I want to transfer that to you. Like one of the biggest high vibes is that New York tickets were released and I'm so fucking excited. If you live in America, you need to get your ass on a plane and get your ass to New York for that event because it's going to be the most feminine, the, the most expansive event you've ever experienced in your life for your feminine energy. Like fuck me dead. It's going to be, I just like can't even contain myself. I'm so excited. Now, Today's episode, we're going to talk about the moon and your cycle in the moon because I get a lot of questions about this and I want to explain it to you guys because my cycle just swapped over from the, from bleeding on the full moon to now bleeding on the new moon, um, the black moon. So firstly, there is kind of different energy that, no, the first thing I want to say is that if you, if your cycle is not linked up to like either the full moon or the new moon, there is nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with you. Okay. It's just fun. It's nice to have it linked up to the moon. It's fun. Traditionally, women's cycles will be linked up to the moon. So it just kind of makes you feel more like connected with that ancient, like witchy version of you, which I really like because I love my witchiness. I'm very, very, very witchy and I love it. Okay. So like, I love like pulling tarot cards. I need to buy a new deck. If anyone's got like deck recommendations, deck. Guys, you know, in New Zealand, um, they pronounce deck like deck, deck, and it sounds like dick. Anyway, whatever. Monica, so immature. Anyway, I need to get a new deck of tarot cards because I love reading tarot cards for my clients. It's really fun. They're always like so bang on, bang on. I'm like, I'll pull it. I'm like, does this make sense? And they're like, holy shit, yes. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> I'm actually really intuitive, but I let myself be. Anyway, so there's the white moon and then there is the red moon. Now the white moon, if your body follows a white moon, you'll tend to bleed um, on the new moon or the warning moon. Okay. And what's happened is basically like, basically what's been shown via biodynamics is that the earth is most fertile during full moons, which is when you ovulate. Well, but generally quote unquote, when you ovulate, not normally for me. And this cycle is most traditionally linked like back in, you know, the, the good old days. Uh, this cycle is most, uh, mostly traditionally linked to fertility and motherhood. So basically what it's saying is if you're on a white moon, if you are synced up to the white moon, so you bleed on the new moon and you ovulate on the full moon, if you're that sort of woman, you'll likely feel a surge in your intuition during your period and you'll feel the, um, urge to withdraw for nourishment and self-renewal during your period. 
Um, and basically what it's saying is you're more like tapped in for motherhood and fertility. So in other words, you're basically tapped out energetically during your, your, um, period and you give that time of your month. Like it's all about you. It's really about going inwards. Now the red moon, this cycle follows the full moon, meaning that you, you bleed during the waxing or full moon and you're most fertile during the new or warning moon. Now, because the full and warning moon phase energies are very outgoing, and vibrant and creative and bold and out there. Some feel um, that during when they're on the red moon, they feel this is like counterintuitive to menstruation, but not actually so. So in the ancient times, the red, the women on the red moon cycle, those women were like high priestesses, healers, uh, like they were like into like shamanism, um, all of that sort of stuff. And they kind of convert to nowadays being like the business women and the coaches and the healers and, and looking after and, and, um, like basically creating their empire and working, not wanting motherhood yet. Okay. That's traditionally. So women who tend to bleed with the full moon, okay. The red moon cycle attend, they are said to focus more on their darker and more creative menstrual energies outward rather than inward. Okay, so so basically they use that time of bleeding to focus their energy outwards because you're very intuitive in uh, when you're on your periods. Okay, so basically they use that time to teach others from their own experiences. Okay, so many times women with this red moon cycle will be more focused on self growth and development and mentorship and creativity and being a coach or a businesswoman or creating their empire. So that's the first thing. You're either going, so if recap, red moon is bleeding on the full moon, ovulating on the new moon, and then the white moon is bleeding on the new moon, ovulating on the full moon. Does that make sense for everybody? So I normally am on the red moon. Okay, because normally I bleed when it's a full moon and I ovulate on the new moon. And when I have my period, usually I have very outwards energy. That's usually. But this cycle, I fucking swapped around. And I, so basically what happened was my last cycle when we had Mercury retrograde and lunar eclipse, basically that was fucking up so many of our cycles. I did a poll on Instagram and so many of you were like, my cycle's fucked this, this month. So, um, that kind of made my cycle go really fucking weird. And, um, I actually got my period a whole week early. So that was bizarre, but then it's made sense because then this time I've gotten my period. It's been a little bit early again. And it came obviously with the release of moving home, uh, moving, moving out of Sydney and, um, letting go of all that Sydney energy. Cause Sydney was such an anchor for me and not in a good way. Sydney was like a heavy anchor holding me back. I didn't like it. I love my friends in Sydney and it was so hard to leave my friends in Sydney because they're like my fucking soul sisters. And I have searched for so long. I, I wanted those friends so fucking badly. And, um, and I have them and now I'm leaving. So that really like upsets me. And I'm just thinking about it, it makes me sad. But Sydney was not for me. I, ha- I had to go to Sydney to learn a lot in Sydney and I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't moved to Sydney. Um, I was talking about it with my kinesiologist and maybe we could talk about this on the podcast when I have her on. But um, what I will say is that even though I needed to move there, I, that is not my home. Australia is not my fucking home. New York is my home. Um, anyway, so now I'm synced up to the white moon. So, um, 
and it's more about fertility and motherhood. Like I'm obviously not going to have a baby anytime soon, but, um, you know, I'm quite nurturing with my clients and stuff. So maybe that's it. Who knows? This is an actual purpose for it. Okay. But also I think because the new moon's more of like a downward time and like a release phase and that's, I'm in a massive release phase right now in my life. And this cycle, I've definitely been like, I've been sleeping so much. I really have like my, I've wanted to work out, but I haven't been able to like bring myself to do it during my period. So definitely it makes sense. And I'm on like the ending, I'm on like the last day of it now. It's lightening up, but it's been like quite a heavy period as well. I don't normally get it that heavy. Um, no pain though, as usual, never get any pain, never get any discomfort. Um, just this time was a little bit more heavy, I guess, because it was such, such a fucking good release. So that's kind of the cycle. Now, um, I want to talk about how to change your cycle and how light affects your cycle. So basically before the invention of lights, when there was a full moon, there would obviously be more light at night. And, and then when there was a new moon, it would virtually be pitch black, right? Cause when there was a new moon, you can't see the moon lady. So a full moon, you can see the massive moon in the sky. When there is a new moon, you can't see it. Okay. It's, it's fully dark. It's very, very dark. Now, Whilst I believe that the moon has magical powers and it affects us in more than one way, I'm going to present to you guys the science of how light affects your cycle and how the moon then affects us. Now, obviously there is limited research on this because it is so complex, but I'm sure you can all vouch for me. And I think it's just like a woman, a woman thing and like very, very intuitive men as well. When I am standing under the moon, if anyone's watched that TV show, that Australian TV show, H2O, like, you know how the women, like the girls they watch the full moon and they turn into mermaids because it just feels like this magnetic, like magical power over them. I feel like that when I look at the moon, when I look at the moon, especially the full moon, I just feel like some magical spell is being cast over me and it's just beautiful. So in terms of science though, melatonin is the hormone that we make as we get closer to bedtime. Um, and it's a very important hormone for our cycle. It is such a vital part of your endocrine system and your endocrine system is your hormonal system and it affects ovulation and therefore estrogen and progesterone, okay? If you have melatonin that's out of whack, it will throw everything off because our body's actually very, very sensitive and the way that your hormones are measured are in like the tiniest, most minuscule amount. So when your hormone is the tiniest bit off, you will feel it, okay? When you are exposed to light at night, this can stop your pineal gland from making melatonin. Therefore, this will throw off your body's um, like rhythmic activities like sleep and appetite and even the onset of puberty. And without darkness, this hormone cannot be produced unless, of course, you pop some drugs, but please don't do that. So when your body is exposed to too much light, you actually won't produce enough melatonin. What happens is your hypothalamus is also affected by melatonin and this regulates your blood pressure, it regulates your emotions and your temperature and your whole endocrine system, right? It stimulates your hormone, your hormone, your thyroid hormone, your adrenals, your ovaries. Um, and it, what actually does is it also like, um, it stimulates your ovaries to secrete their given hormones, but without melatonin, your process can be disrupted in your ovaries. It's even stated that the ovaries and testicles are thought to contain melatonin receptors. So if you are not sleeping in pitch black darkness, it will really affect your hormones. Um, one scientist actually, um, found and hold on, 
and then I scratched my face. One, one scientist found that women can actually regulate their, regulate their cycles by sleeping in complete darkness. Listen to this. This is how you fucking, this is how you change your cycle, okay? So it was found that women can regulate their cycles by sleeping in complete darkness on days one to 13 of their cycle. Day one is the first day of your period, okay? It's the first day of you bleeding, not the last day of you bleeding. It's the first day of your period, okay? The beginning of your cycle is your period. I feel like there's so much confusion around that. So you can regulate your cycle by sleeping in complete darkness from day one to 13 of their cycles. And then now what I want to say is this study is going off the idea that you ovulate on day 14, but as you all should know, and if you don't go back and listen to previous episodes, you, it's actually more likely that you will not ovulate on day 14. I think only about 30% of women ovulate on day 14. The rest don't. So you need to know your day of ovulation to then change it up. And if your day of ovulation is like day 19 and you want to bring it forward a bit, which you do, then you can use this to bring it forward. Okay. So if you want to make your, your day 14 ovulation, then follow this to a T. What you would do is you sleep, you sleep in complete darkness from day one to 13 in their cycle. And then you can have a 100 watt bulb on all night in your room under a lampshade in, the, in your bedroom for days 14 to 17, and then returning to sleep in complete darkness until your period starts again. What this does is it helps your body to say it's ovulation time because traditionally there was more light during a full moon where it was ovulation time. And this will also help you sync up to the moon. So if you want to ovulate on the full moon, you can do this to like fuck your cycle around, which is so cool, right? So cool. This is full, this is full science, by the way. So light cycling, which is basically doing this with your cycle, where you cycle in and out of light, where you have a bit of light, a hundred watt bulb over that period of ovulation. And then, um, like over three days, okay, in your cycle, when you want to ovulate and then the rest is complete darkness. Now, when I say complete darkness, I don't mean like, you, I don't mean like there's still lights creeping through your um, blinds. It needs to be complete darkness. And the thing is, even if you sleep with a, an uh, eye mask on, your body can uh, sense the light through your pores and through your mouth and through your ears. So it actually, need, your bedroom needs to be completely dark. So getting like blackout blinds is really awesome. Okay, I need to sip my tea one sec. Where I was staying in Genoa, actually, um, the hotel that I was in had blackout blinds and they suctioned to the, um, the window. It was incredible. I've never slept so well in my life and it was complete, complete darkness. That was really cool. So in terms of the benefits of light cycling, some of the ways that it can help is having ovulatory cycles if you have an anovulatory cycle. What an anovulatory cycle means is you have a cycle, but you're not ovulating properly. So Light cycling can help with making sure that you're ovulating. It can also help with getting healthy cervical fluid, which is really important for your babies. It can also help shorter cycles become longer. So becoming more like that 30-day cycle. So you want a little bit of a longer cycle. When I say longer, I mean around 30, 31 days because the longer your luteal phase is, you don't want it too long, but if you have like for example, a 10 day luteal phase, that's awesome because it means you've got plenty of progesterone, which is good because that's the anti-anxiety and antidepressant hormone. Boosts your metabolism, reduces inflammation. It's a very important hormone that majority of us are deficient in. And if you guys need to know what the fuck's happening in my cycle, I don't know. The best way to do it as a really good starting point 
is um, you can either book in for a strategy session with me, which is like a one and a half hour one-on-one call. And I'm going to basically tell you everything that you need to do for your cycle for the next like six months. And you can just go and do it. You don't have to book a follow-up or anything. It's seriously like, it's the only one-time thing that I do, um, but I'll give you everything you need to know. Another option is get my FemFlow journal from Amazon, which I'll pop in the links below. It is my tracking journal and I love it. I use it all the time. It's really helpful to track your cycle. I find it fucking easier than an app. Um, and I uh, did a Instagram live on why it was easier than an app. And I think I've saved it and I should upload it on IGTV. Um, I find it much easier than an app and I will do another video maybe about it and I'll put it on my YouTube. Um, uh, and in the beginning of the FemFlow journal, it actually has like a understanding your cycle whole page where I basically go through, okay, if you have acne, this is what it can mean. If you have um, you know, PMS, this is what it could be. And then I tell you like what to do for low progesterone, what to do for high estrogen. So it gives you a whole pile of like things to be doing, um, so that you can like improve your cycle. Um, another thing that light cycling can do is help your follicular stimulating hormone become healthy. It can reduce, um, spotting. It can help with increased progesterone and it can also help with sustained pregnancy. If you have a history of miscarriage, I've also mentioned this in my fertility episode. If you have a history of miscarriage, you need to get your progesterone test tested because a lot of the time it's low progesterone and that's why you keep losing the baby. Okay. So when it comes to the moon, clearly ladies, there is a link between melatonin production and the phases of our cycle. But with our modern life, the question is, can the moon still play a role in our cycle? Short answer, hells yes. Animal studies have found that, that the lunar cycle can affect hormonal changes in insects and in fish. And obviously the lunar cycle, the lunar cycle influences reproduction and it involves your hypothalamic pituitary gondol, gon, gondol, oh my God, I can't say the word. HPG axis is what I'm going to say because I just can't even say it. So in basically it's one of the axes in your brain, okay, involving your hypothalamus and your pituitary. All right. In birds, the daily variations of melatonin production, they go away during the days of the full moon. And it's said that the release of neurohormones might be triggered by the electromagnetic radiation and or gravitational pull by the moon. How fucking cool is that? Because the moon does have a gravitational pull and you can see that the tides change with the moon. So if you go to the beach, the tides change a lot with the moon, right? And we are 70% water. So of course the moon has a pull on us because the gravitational pull affects the water in our bodies. Okay, so we are influenced by electromagnetic waves and gravitational pull, and the moon is the nearest celestial celestial object to the Earth, and it affects all living beings more than any other planet. It is very clear, ladies, that the moon has an effect on the tides of the ocean, and because of that, it's a hundred percent going to affect the liquids inside of us, like I just said before. Okay, really important. Um, it's a little frustrating that I haven't been able to find as much science as I wanted to, but I'm going to keep looking into it when I have more time in Aspen. Um, but what I can, what I have been able to find science it just seriously reiterates the effect that the moon has on every cell in our body and how fucking magical it is. And it's like, why wouldn't we work with that? It's so witchy and it's so fun and so feminine and just like, it's awesome. Right. And I really find that working with the moon helps me to fall in love with being a woman even more because I'm like, we are so effing connected to nature, which is just so fucking cool. So if you are someone that wants to fix their cycle and have a bit more rhythm to it and, and get rid of any of their PMS, depression, anxiety, 
um, acne, heavy periods, blah, 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 make sure that you book in for a strategy session. You can find the link in the description box. If you missed out on signing up for the art of coming off hormonal birth control, I think I'm going to, I've had a lot of questions about it. I think I might do a uh, 24-hour like flash not sale, but flash opening whilst I'm on a plane to Aspen. So that date will be the 14th of August. So if you missed out on getting the art of coming off hormonal birth control, that is a really good starting point for also fixing any period problems because anything, everything in there is actually going to help you balance your hormones and get your body more into homeostasis. So that could be a really, really nice starting point before you even book in for a one-on-one with me. If you don't feel like you want one-on-one, it's also a little bit cheaper. So make sure that you put in your calendar for the 14th of August, or make sure that you are uh, on my email list and on uh, Instagram so that you can make sure that you don't miss when it does open for 24 hours and then it will be closed again until further notice. If you wanted to join my, if you have any other period problems, I will be opening up the art of, uh, not the art, um, turning off your period problems program, that whole program, I'll open that up uh, maybe like September. So you can keep a lookout for that. Otherwise, best bet, book in for a strategy session with me so that you can get your period back on track because that helps so fucking many of you. And I love that I'm able to offer that to you all um, because doctors don't give you a six month fucking like program or like I, things to do for six months. They just tell you like, oh, here's a drug. And I don't tell you here's a drug at all. I, I kind of do the opposite. Um, okay. So hopefully you guys learned a bit about the moon. Um, make sure you buy your tickets to New York if you haven't already. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 